Hello, and welcome to this week's Renwick Centre podcast. My name is Trudy Smith, and I'm the Manager of Continuing Professional Education at the RIDBC Renwick Centre. So delighted to have today's guest with us, Ben Clare. Can you please tell us a little bit about yourself? Thank you so much, Trudy. It is an honour to be here today, and thank you for asking me. Yep, so my name is Ben Clare, and I am the... Um, convener for the upcoming SPEVI conference next January. Um, it's the first time I've ever done this and of course it's the first time that SPEVI has ever had an online um, a conference. We're quite well known for our face-to-face -face networking events and, and, our, and our biennial conferences but it's fantastic that we are, like everyone I guess, moving into the online space and we are organising what we hope and what we think will be a fabulous entertaining conference for 2021 and um, I've been really lucky to be the um, the convener of the conference so it, it's been a big busy couple of months but it's all it's all coming together and um, you know we, we have a nice committee that we're working with which with members from Australia and New Zealand and um, yeah the expertise is great so and and also the wonderful presenters who have Put forward their abstracts we're really looking forward to to hearing them next january so um yeah it's wonderful wonderful to be part of it and a historic event for spevy yeah absolutely and and ben is this your only role with spevy are you as, as obviously you're the online conference convener but do you have any other sort of roles or experience with spevy yeah, so I'm on the, the SPEVI Australia Committee of Management, which means there's, there's a, a group of us that sort of steer SPEVI, I guess. Um, so my role's in that I also edit the Facebook page or I co-edit the Facebook page with SPEVI New Zealand. Um, so I'm responsible for the content that comes from Australia as well as the Pacific Islands. So I, I post anything to do with, with that on our Facebook page. Um, I'm also the ICVI representative for, for SPEVI. So ICVI is the International Council for Education of People with Vision Impairment. Um, it's alphabet soup. Um, it's sort of our counterpart on a worldwide scale. So it does a similar thing and it actually has a similar history. It's been around for close to 60 years. It was started in the Netherlands and it essentially, yeah, like, like SPEVI, we promote um, education for all children um, with vision impairment um, and also deaf blindness uh, from around the world. So ICVI is divided into regions and obviously we're the Pacific region and I am the regional president for ICVI um, and also, and you know, the representative in SPEBI so that ICVI events and happenings are linked to SPEBI. So it's it's quite exciting and I've had this role for a number of years now and um, sure yeah. tell us a little bit about the work Ben I understand that it actually, this role actually takes you to the Pacific Islands and around the world it, it, it does um, so ICVI like I guess my role as president means that I do get to travel to um, places like Fiji and Solomon Islands and Samoa and all over and to, to find out really what's happening with people with vision impairment in the region um, to to get a, a good perspective on, on on the differences and also the similarities, um, partly to what's needed, what what we as ICVI and SPEVI can do 
um, to assist in the region. Of course, it's a two-way street. Uh, people in the region are, are, are fantastic educators and they, they give us a lot of insight into what's happening um, and the different approaches to educating people with vision impairment in the region. So it's quite exciting. Um, it really links into, um, I guess, my professional role. Um, I, I work for a, um, um, a for-profit medical company based in Canberra called Aspen Medical, but it has attached to it, as a lot of businesses do these days, um, corporate social responsibility, CSR. So what that means is that a, a percentage of profits goes towards charitable um, uh, events and organisations. And my role there is to travel throughout the region and provide um, scholarships, so funding, um, also equipment to people with vision impairment so that they can continue their schooling, they can either go to university or we, we link them with the employment sector. So in, in recent years I've worked quite extensively in the Solomon Islands where um, we set up a couple of students to continue their education. Um, so one went to Japan, uh, another one was in the employment sector, so they worked for a, a local hotel in, in Honiara, which is the capital of the Solomons. Um, and now the, the person from Japan is now working as a radio announcer at the SIBC, which is the Solomon Islands version of the ABC. So that's quite exciting. Really and he, he runs a show that, to deal with disability issues in the islands, which is brilliant. Sure. Yeah. And, and Ben, it, it, well, it sounds like you're um, just, you know, you get to, to go in into the into the island or these, these Pacific Island countries and, and work. I've seen pictures of you, Ben. You are working alongside the people there and coaching and teaching yourself. And this is what I love so much about the work that I do. So I'm actually involved with several different organisations that work in the Pacific Islands. So we have um, Scope Global, which is an Adelaide-based organisation, which works in the tertiary sector in the Republic of Kiribati. Um, it's it's spelt Kiribati, but if you look on a, on a map, it's spelt Kiribati, but it's actually called Kiribati, a very small island country. Um, and also in Fiji, um, I work with, um, with, with various organisations and Christian Blind Mission CBM in Papua New Guinea. And yeah, one of the, the amazing things I get to do is to actually work directly with um, organisations, both service providers. So like for the Fiji Society for the Blind, I work with the teachers there um, and I work with a group in Papua New Guinea, upskilling teachers, but also directly with students, which is what I love so much. I just love learning about them and their lives and um, get to travel to a lot of villages. Um, so it's not always people attending school. We have what they call expanded core curricula. So the idea there is that where school is, is physically impossible to attend, you go out to a village and you, you get a really an idea of what's happening in the village and then you work out how someone with disability can slot in to what's happening in the village. So, um, and that, while that's not formal schooling, it really does give them an education because they learn things like counting, they learn things like, you know, even keeping a, a local business in a village, um, but with, that may not be a financial business, but it may be, um, you know, like a fishing business. So they go out with people and go fishing and they get to count the fish and they get to sell the fish or trade the fish with other villages. And quite often people with disability are involved in that and people with vision impairment. 
Um, so I just love being able to travel out to these places and doing, um, you know, working with these kids and meeting their families and, and, and some of it's formal schooling. So sometimes I do get an opportunity to, you know, bring a, a braille machine out to a local community to demonstrate it or to leave it with a family or a teacher. Um, sometimes we bring students into town, into the capital for formal training before they're sent to regular schools. So they may board with families. And then we, we then train teachers to go out to regular schools. Um, and when I say we, I generally mean the organisations I work with, but I also do a lot of stuff independently. So um, people get in touch with me and they say, oh, I'd love to be able to learn how to use a computer. So while I'm in country, I will generally get donate a computer because while it's really good for people to have computer access, if you just give them one to train on and then you take it away, um, you know, back to Australia or whatever, then they can't practice. They can't keep that knowledge in their heads. So it's really good to be able to get that technology into the country. Yes, electricity is an issue. Um, sometimes we have to use generators or, or solar power or whatever, but that's all part of the fun. You know, it's just um, you adapt to that sort of situation. And so the classroom can sometimes can range from if you're working with students in a regular school, there may be 60 other students yelling at the top of their voice because the teaching method in these in the islands is generally um, chalk and talk. So the teacher will actually stand at the whiteboard and write things out and the, the kids will yell it at the top of their voice or um, you know, in other ways, there may be one-on-one -on -one where you work directly with a child in the in the child's home. Um, they generally call that um, community-based rehabilitation, and you you work directly with the family and the student in the education setting. And it's it's quite exciting, and it's um, a lot of it. You you know, while you can get some training for a lot of it, is just adapting to these conditions and. Um, I've got to say this year, it's been difficult adapting to the online environment. Um, a lot of students don't have access to this. So while it's been a bit of a boon in Australia, um, in, in the islands, it, it's there, it's coming. It, it's, it's, it's going to be something that's going to be useful. But at the moment, it's still, you know, when you're trying to get the power on, it's a bit hard to get the internet on too. So it's it's something, you know, new and, and um, hopefully, um, next year when things hopefully settle down a bit and I can go back to the islands, I would like to introduce online learning. I think it needs a face-to-face -face approach to start with. So I can actually train people how to use these online platforms. And then I think we can start really rolling it out. So it, it, it's, it, it needs face-to-face -to, -face to begin with. And then um, I think we can, we can start getting people really into this but yeah so you know my work with Spevy and what we're doing next January is a bit of a far cry from <laughs> from what I'm doing internationally but I really enjoy I guess both and this year being I guess stuck in Australia but it's also been you know a learning curve for me working on um, you know disability issues in Australia and how it relates to the Pacific so it's um, quite exciting yeah. yeah Ben do you think because you've got a lived experience of disability that the messages that you share particularly in the Pacific Islands are more credible and that people pay more attention mm. you know I have to say yes I didn't think that was the case I thought it shouldn't matter who delivered the message but 
it does. Um, people with disability in, like a lot of people with disability in the islands, when they see someone doing things that they they didn't think was possible, if it's someone with the same disability as them, it is very, very powerful. Um, and it doesn't really seem to matter that I've come from a, another country. They they don't tend to say things like, oh, well, because you're from Australia, you know, of course you can do these things, we'll never be able to. It actually is something that they aspire to. They say, well, hey, well, you know, you can do it, we, we can do it. And that's what I really like. Um, I, I, you know, it's not me physically having to do you know, it's not me doing all this work, it's their determination, it's them. But if I can demonstrate that things are possible, well, great. And sometimes that's all you need yep. is to just be there. Um, you know, you don't necessarily have to say, well, this is how you do this and this and this. A lot of families have come up to me and said, um, and there's been a lot of, a lot of, I guess, talk about how bad people with disabilities have been treated. Yeah. I think a lot of it is more ignorance rather than intentional, willful That's what I found too. Problems. It's, just, it's the not mm. knowing, isn't it? That It's the not knowing. Yeah. And quite often I've had families come up to me and say, look, we feel so bad because we just didn't know our children could do these things. We, we wanted them to go to school, but we were scared that they would be hurt in the outside world. And look, to be honest, probably if they had just sent their children out there with no support, that's probably what would have happened. Yeah. Um, but they just didn't know that there was there is support available, even in their own country. It's there. Um, not and, and there are people with disability, not only working in these countries, but advocating, um, really becoming quite big on the international stage in disability advocacy and also other things. Um, you know, that one of my former students that I used to work with in the Solomons is now the very first vision impaired lawyer in the in the Solomons. He's just graduated and is about to be admitted to the bar in the Solomons. So that's pretty exciting. And and it just shows that, you know, we don't know, we don't necessarily even have to use examples from developed countries anymore. You know, we have people achieving amazing things in, in developing countries. And I think that that is really exciting. Um, some of it may be because I was there, but I, I, I would rather think of it as, well, that maybe I gave them the spark, but they were the ones that put in the hard yards and the hard work. Um, yeah, absolutely. You know, really. I guess it's that, that's just showing them what's possible, isn't it? Mm, it is, you know, and it's, it's uh, you know, I, I am very proud of them, um, not necessarily of my association, but just to know them as people and friends and, you know, and now we're, you know, 10 years ago, we couldn't, we might send an email that got a response a month later because um, their internets were down or they didn't, they remember how to get online. Now they're all on Facebook and Messenger and, we, you know, you, you have full on conversations, not just like what we're having now. And it's just exactly. so good, you know. And technology so has really broken down so many barriers, hasn't it, both geographically as well as disability access? It, it has. It has. It's really smashed down a lot of barriers. And, um, we, you know, and, and the best thing is, it is, is that it is accessible and not massively expensive in the islands. I mean, you can buy smartphones locally 
that have screen reading technology built in. It's so funny when you go to these shops and you demonstrate that in just a little telecom shop and they're like, we never knew it did that. You know, <laughs> we didn't know that our little Samsung phones could do that or no. our little Huawei's or whatever. So it's great. And it's it really great. Absolutely. And so you, yeah. well, while you're an inspiration to the Pacific Islands, you're also an inspiration to us here, particularly with the, the first online Spurby conference that we're holding on the 18th and 19th of January this year. Ben, what are you most looking forward to at the online conference? Um, I'm really looking forward to the presentations. I've read through the abstracts and actually I was one of the, the people that helped choose the ones that we got in. And I really just want to say thank you to everyone. I'm looking forward to this because it's hard when you're doing an abstract for this, it's hard to remember that your audience are actually not going to be in the room. So designing an abstract that's going to work in an online environment is really hard, I think. Um, and I think a lot of people, everyone who's really submitted has really recognised that. And, and um, I think it's going to work really well. So I'm looking forward to that. Looking forward to seeing who's going to be there, some old friends and hopefully meet some new ones. It's going to be different meeting new people online, but I think it's going to work. I'm really excited. And I thank everyone for taking the time because I know it's like January and summer in this part of the world, in, in, in the Southern Hemisphere, when a lot, a lot of people just want to be at the beach, especially after the year that we've all had. But people have still taken the time to, to submit and to attend. And I know that, you know, there's going to be a lot of pre-recording, which is great. And also we're going to have a lot of archives. So we people can check in later. And um, and really, I just want to say thanks to you as well, Trudy, for your amazing assistance in helping us get this technology together so that we can all meet in January for a, you know, for a very unique conference, which I think is going to shape the future of SPEBI. Doesn't mean that face-to-face -face is over. Um, I certainly hope it's not. I love face-to-face -face conferences and I think they still will have a place post-COVID. But we will now be able to, I think, have an online component running simultaneously for future conferences so that more people than ever can come, you know, Absolutely. You know from and the we, islands and whatever. It'd be great. Yeah, and we're really honoured to be involved with this conference and we'll put links in the show notes as well. And Ben is the last of our early access podcasts as part of our Spevy promotions as well. So we encourage everyone to come along. And if you can't come along in person, as Ben said, if the beach is calling, then absolutely register to access the recordings because I think they will be another way to still learn and, and benefit from the great presentations. They will. And a big thanks also just finally to our, our wonderful sponsors and to everyone who's stepped up to be part of this, um, our, you know, ranging from RIWC Rennick Centre, you know, through to all the other sponsors that we had. Um, big thanks to all of you and we hope that you will enjoy the conference and put it in your diaries, everyone. Absolutely. Ben, it's been such a pleasure talking to you today. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much. That was great. <laughs>